This is Financially Tuned with Rob Burnett from Outlook Financial Center. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Rob provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Rob Burnett to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Hi, my name is Rob Burnett from the Outlook Financial Center and welcome to Financially Tuned. Joining me today is Lori Gross, our lead financial advisor and lead planner in the Troy office. Good morning, Lori. Morning, Rob. And as always, our awesome co-host, Mr. Tony Shore. Yeah, I'm right here and I'm loving it. Thanks for having me on the show once again. I'm excited about this one. It's the Rob and Lori show and that's the most fun I think anyone should be allowed to have. Uh, especially if you're not airborne. <laughs> <laughs> or on a trampoline. So oh, absolutely. <laughs> how are you guys doing? Lori, how have you been? You've been keeping busy, haven't you? Yes, we have. It's been really hectic around here lately. Um, uh, we're right in the midst of tax season and uh, working on some upcoming workshops here in the in the Troy community. So uh, been keeping us on our toes on a daily basis in here. All right. Um, yeah, you guys are really busy. And I know this is a busy time of year. Uh, tax season always seems to be busy for all financial professionals. Uh, is that the case, Rob? It certainly is. And uh, we also add to it in the fact that we do uh, work with other CPAs and we also do taxes in-house. So it just kind of adds to the, the fun and frolic as we uh, get through April 15th. So um, the staff typically tells me about this time of year until then, they really don't like me much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that, that's not true. Everybody loves Rob. So, uh, he, Rob... He loses his sense of humor this time of year. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Well, no. Um, yeah, he's a, he's a little rough on the co-hosts when they're late this time of year. <laughs> um, oh, gosh, yes. <laughs> so, uh, Rob, I know that you have a lot of great information for us today, and you as well, Lori. This is going to be a great show. What are we talking about today? Well, today we're going to be talking about how to empower women in retirement. Oh, well, I'm glad Lori's here. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Without her, this show would be really kind of silly, wouldn't it? Well, I don't I don't know of anyone who's more experienced in the area of women in retirement than you are, though, Rob. And I mean well, that. That's not a joke <laughs> because you've worked for so many years and I'm sure, you know, a lot of women outlive their spouse. So you've worked with a lot of women in retirement and helped them plan and, and get through retirement, haven't you? Yeah, I I have, but it's really great to have a, a woman's perspective on all that on the staff. And Lori is a, a tremendous asset to us in that regard. Things that I may have missed in the past, overlooked or not thought was terribly important. She can basically bring me back in and say, no, this is important. Yeah. Here's why it's important. So it's, it's a great uh, perspective. So I'm really looking forward to this show. I mean, uh, uh, this is going to be really important, and uh, like I said, a lot of women find themselves um, in charge of their finances at some point in retirement and uh, left kind of holding the bag, so to speak, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely, and you know, it's really not surprising to, to most of the folks, and we emphasize this in the seminars, that ladies, you're going to outlive your husbands. 
that's just statistically true. 80% of the time that's going to happen. So at some point in your life, the women are going to be uh, faced with having to make their retirement savings last uh, longer over longer lifespans. They're going to have to be making decisions that they've never had to make alone. Uh, in fact, a 2012 gender gap study in financial literacy said that 90% of women will be solely responsible for their financial situation at some point in their lives. Now, this ne next uh, statistic is also from the same study. So ladies, please don't get mad at me. Here we go. The study states that women are behind in two significant areas, basic money management, which is the foundation for financial planning, and investing, the skill to grow wealth over times. So overall, the study says women have lower levels of financial knowledge and confidence at, at men than men. So whether you agree with the study or not, Lori and I often see ladies in meetings with, eh, with their husbands where they're really disengaged. Uh, the husband's handling it and they really don't want to deal with it. But recently we've seen a couple that are just diametrically opposite. So we do see both ends of the spectrums, just as we see far fewer ladies engaged than we do to the men. So ladies, don't get mad at me. I don't agree with this totally, but that are that is what the statistics are showing us. Wow. Well, and I think that's really interesting. And it's important then to look at this issue for women out there and even for their spouses. I think uh, husbands and wives and men and women uh, can learn a lot from this show today. So what type of specific challenges then do women actually face when it comes to finances? Well, there are uh, various challenges that women are going to face when it comes to their finances. Um, but one of the big ones is that tip women typically outlive their spouse by six years. And for where Rob was talking about the fact that we ha see all these couples come in where the women aren't engaged, if they're not engaged in it, then they're going to be forced to live with the financial decisions that their spouse or their husband has made um, throughout the years unless they get involved. So, um, you know, we, we've seen some of these statistics and 56% of all unmarried boomer women, uh, they actually rate themselves as having no knowledge on securities investing. And both married and unmarried boomers are less confident um, that they have enough income in retirement to live on. And you go back in history a little ways. In 2009, unmarried women, including widows age 65 and older, used Social Security to comprise 50% of their total income. And in some households, that's even higher. The frightening part about that is Social Security Administration says that's only designed to replace 40% of your pre-retirement income. You go a little further into the study, you find out that the, uh, the amount of income unmarried females receive from Social Security pensions or other forms of income isn't enough to maintain the lifestyle they want to maintain. Lori spends a lot of time on that in our Empowering Women seminars. And 69% of women are likely to prefer strategies with higher lifetime income guarantees and less potential earnings if the market performs well, which is just the exact opposite of what the hunter-killer husband wants. Interesting study, 26% of these wives earn more than their husbands, and 95% of the women contribute to financial making uh, decision-making decisions, but still 50% of them feel like we may contribute, but we still need help. Well, and I think that's that's really interesting. So obviously, um, there is a difference in retirement perspectives uh, for women versus men, right? Yeah, there are. Um, studies have been done by uh, 
multiple different places, but one in particular, the Insured Retirement Institute, they did a, a study titled Women, Retirement, and Advisors, which provides great insight on women's retirement perspectives. And it states that women value professional designations earned by advisors more than men do. And women give more uh, credence to referrals from family and friends. They want to know that that their friends are, are dealing with somebody and what their, what their um, uh, experiences have been like. Women are less confident than men that they're going to have enough money to live comfortably throughout retirement. And women, uh, more women than men have uh, consulted a financial advisor, which is kind of surprising. So women are more likely to convert their accumulated wealth into a guaranteed income stream during their retirement, whereas men are more likely to place funds in risky investments. They want to they wanna go 110 down the highway and not think about it. Um, married females are uh, more unlikely to take financial risks than, than their counterparts. Um, and that's followed by unmarried females. So your, your married are more risk averse than your unmarried females in this aspect. Interesting. Um, I, I find it interesting, the difference in perspectives there. Now, how do you help empower women to become more confident in making their retirement decisions then? Well, Tony, I like to provide them with all the necessary information that they need to make the best decisions for their future and their retirement. This is um, this is the focus of the seminar that we currently offer called Empowering Women. And we talk about the pitfalls facing women in, in particular and how that's integrated into your overall plan with your husband. And this seminar is just for the ladies. We encourage attendees to bring their adult daughters, daughters-in-law, adult granddaughters. Ladies of all ages can benefit from the educational content that's presented in these seminars. Hmm, interesting. Well, I think that's great. And I know these seminars are really helpful and you provide a lot of information and there's no cost. Uh, there's no obligation to attend the, the educational seminars and workshops. Now, our time is almost up for this segment. Is there anything else you want to add before we take a quick break here? Absolutely. Yeah. And, and just to follow up with Lori and the seminars and who should come, we tell people if, you, if you're a lady and you've been single, married, divorced, or widowed, you ought to show up. And I haven't found anybody doesn't fit one of those four yet. And so that's the perspectives Lori can then bring to that and really be helpful with the ladies in that seminar. So whether you're a, a woman who's concerned about your financial future or Let's look at the other side. You're a husband and you're really concerned and want to make sure that uh, your wife is going to do well because statistically you're going to pass away first. You want her to be financially prepared. So we at Outlook Financial Center can assist you in navigating this you know, sometimes overwhelming aspect of life. So we do that by offering a thing we call the From the Heart Journal. This is a, a book that allows you to organize and give instructions, tell where things are, the things you just... Uh, take for granted every day. Like, what's the law going on your computer? You know, where's the key to the back door? Funny things like this, but things that are necessary in that case. So we'd like to give all the radio listeners a, a free copy uh, of that From the Heart Journal. To get that, you can go to our website at OutlookFC, that's OutlookF is in financial, C is in center, .com, or give us a call at 937-552-9990. We'd love to provide that free of no charge, no obligation. We'd love to come in, sit down with you, and show how that fits into your overall plan and see what we can do for you. All right. Well, we're going to be right back, so stay tuned for more of Rob Burnett and Lori Gross of Outlook Financial Center right after this. 
There are 96 different months that you could file for Social Security benefits. There are over 9,000 combinations if you're married. By the time you factor it all in, there are over 20,000 calculations that need to be run to find the best way to file for Social Security benefits. Call our office at 937-552-9990 or visit OutlookFinancialCenter.com to request your complimentary Social Security Maximization Report from Outlook Financial Center. You will know exactly what to do and exactly when to do it. Welcome back to Financially Tuned. We've got our co-host Tony Shore and Lori Gross and me, Rob Burnett, from the Outlook Financial Center. We've been talking about retirement for women today. Uh, and what sets them apart from men when it comes to preparing for retirement? Well, yeah, and obviously it sounds like from our discussion in the first segment, there are a lot of differences and some unique challenges for women in retirement. What are some specific ways that you help your female clients prepare then for retirement? Well, Tony, for married women, one way I help them, and this is a tough conversation to have, is to prepare them for uh, when their spouse passes away. We don't know if they're going to pass first or not, but once again, we're running with the numbers. They need to be ready. And that's, it's never fun to talk about death. Well, no, a lot of us like to put that off. I mean, obviously, um, it's not fun to talk about, right? I mean, uh, but maybe you could provide us with details on the ways that you help them prepare. Well, Tony, I'm going to take on this this question here because this is something that I've actually been through myself, um, having having been widowed uh, several years ago. Um, there's a number of things that you want to do because when that time comes, if, especially if it's something that happens suddenly, there there's a lot of things going on in a very short period of time, and it can be very confusing. So one of the first things I would do is encourage people to make an inventory of physical and non-physical items. Make a list of your items uh, in, that are in your home that are of value, you know, jewelry, power tools, computers, guns, and collectibles. Um, you want to make a list of non-physical items such as your brokerage accounts, your IRA assets, 401k plans, bank accounts, life insurance policies, um, any long-term care policies and annuities, things of those sorts. Uh, that way you know exactly what you've got and where. And then um, another way is to know what benefits are available to you from the Social Security Administration. So um, the Social Security Administration has lump sum benefits um, and or monthly benefits that may be payable to the spouse and minor children. Um, you know, the, the information um, on your spouse's employer, those things are important too. The approximate earnings for the last couple of years, where to locate tax returns, marriage certificates, social security numbers for your spouse, but also for your children, because these are all things that you're going to have to have. Um, it's also good to review uh, your IRA, bank accounts, things like that for updated beneficiary information. Uh, you're, you may have a will in place, but wills will not ensure that your assets pass to your loved ones. Beneficiary designations are the only way to ensure that your assets are going to go to those that you intend them to go to. Life insurance, annuities, 401ks, they should all be reviewed to ensure proper beneficiary designations. Because if you if you haven't updated those things, um, say that you that you got divorced and you got remarried and your beneficiary designation still states the ex-spouse, guess who's getting everything? So uh, that's that's definitely an important step there. Um, your 
bank accounts, CDs, individual brokerage accounts, these are all things that are susceptible to probate, and you must assign transfer on death designations to those. Mm. Otherwise, they're going into probate. And without this feature, you know, your assets are going to pass through probate and be distributed according to court instructions. Yikes. And and nobody wants that. I, I, I'm glad you brought that up so we can avoid that situation. This is good information to have. Now, what are some other steps you would encourage women out there to take before the loss of a spouse? Well, um, there's a couple more steps that, that we would look at, and that is um, knowing you know, if your spouse is a veteran, um, there's government life insurance and our veterans benefits that may be available. And so you want to, it's good to verify, you know, if those vet, if those vet benefits are available to you and know what they are. Um, and you want to initiate your important estate planning documents as well. At the, at the very least, everyone should have a will and a power of attorney and a trust and or guardianship for minor children if you have minor children. And here's where a lot of folks will get themselves into trouble or they just won't do it at all. I've had many couples sit before me with no wills. They have minor children. And what they can't determine is, well, who would get the kids? Who would watch over them? Who would agree to take them? That's a major tough decision that, that families need to go deal with. And if they don't deal with it, then the state will handle it for you. And that's not a pretty thing. So once you've got those documents together and you're ready to execute them, selecting that estate administrator, that executor of your will, that person is going to be the trustee of the estate. It needs to be somebody you know and trust, in my opinion. But you need to think about it. If your passing would impair their judgment, they really can't be the person who's going to be on your list. You need to have somebody who's going to have a calm, cool head who's going to be able to execute uh, the plan as you want it to do. So what I typically encourage folks to do is have a couple of family members lined up as successor trustees or successor executors. And if you don't have that, maybe, or if you do, the third choice might be, you know, when that time comes, the other two can't do it. Have somebody like an attorney or a trust department at a bank, someone who understands all the legalities, who are going to follow the rules in the trust, follow the instructions and get everything done correctly. And then once you've got that done, then you can send the estate planning documents to uh, the correct person once they're finally executed. And last, and, and we think importantly, you need to select a good financial planner in which you and your spouse are comfortable. It's going to be somebody that's going to be involved in the decisions you're making, who understand them, who can represent you, if you will, uh, to the uh, trust that this is how they want to have that particular work done consistent with the uh, instructions. And it needs to be somebody who can work with who you select as a trust administrator. This has got to be a cohesive working team. So you got to make sure that the personalities involved, it's as important, in my opinion, as the legalities. Well, that's a great point. And now I assume that you provide the people you meet with, uh, with resources and information to go along with all of this, right? Uh, we certainly do. And, and when it comes to your future, and we want you to take an active role in that financial picture. A lot of folks just don't. But the question to ask yourself is, are you really prepared for this? We've had a number of folks come through and they've watched their parents go through uh, significant illnesses, uh, long-term care issues. And they look at me and they say, I don't want to go through that. I don't want to put my kids through that. Well, it's unfortunate they had to learn the lesson that way, but that still gives them that impetus to go. So this is where we look at uh, kind of a basic building block, this from the heart journal. It's our free offer to the radio listeners today. 
allows you to get all the important information, you know, that little stuff. They're really going to make settlement of a state uh, a straightforward, easy thing to do. Uh, we'd like to provide that complimentary. So to get that, uh, go to our website, outlookfc.com, like Outlook F is in financial, C is in center.com, or give us a call at area code 937-552-9990. Just ask for the From the Heart Journal. We'd love to get that out to you and offer you a uh, one-hour uh, complimentary, no-obligation consultation to see how that integrates into your overall plan and see what we can do for you. Well, I think that's a great offer, and this sounds excellent, Rob. We have to take a quick break here, but when we come back, we're going to finish up our discussion on empowering women in retirement with Rob Burnett and Lori Gross of the Outlook Financial Center. Are you having trouble understanding Social Security planning? When does it make the most sense for you and your spouse to start receiving Social Security? What strategies can you use to fill the income gap between what you receive from Social Security and the desired amount of income you'd like to receive in your retirement years? Let Outlook Financial Center provide you with direction to this decision by claiming your complimentary Guide to Social Security. Give our office a call at 937 552 9990 or visit us online at outlookfinancialcenter.com. And welcome back to Financially Tuned. I'm your co-host Tony Shore and our hosts, the people with a plan, Rob Burnett and Lori Gross of Outlook Financial Center and Rob and Lori, you're my favorites. Uh, no offense, Logan. You guys are great. It's been a great <laughs> show today. And this is really important stuff. This is a great topic and so important to so many of our listeners out there, so many of us. Are there ways for people to prepare after the passing of a spouse? I imagine there's things that they may need to do then as well. Well, certainly, Tony. And um, well, losing a spouse is devastating. When it occurs, there's a whirlwind of emotions and decisions that need to be made. And the last thing you want to do is worry about your finances. So the first thing a woman should do after the devastating loss of her spouse is to update her beneficiary information. Um, after, the, after a life-changing event, event, beneficiary forms should be updated and reviewed to ensure that they're all up to date and that no changes need to be made. And as hard as it may be, another step she should take is to converse on any important issues that need to be addressed. This conversation could include discussing her wishes with her children or her loved ones, making sure that she has her health care directives in, uh, in, in place in case of tragedy that doesn't result in her death. And in addition to this conversation, she should have a list of people to notify in the event of her death. Consider friends, organizations, and others that should be called this would also be the time to decide if you want an obituary to run in any major newspapers and what information you'd like to share with people. Well, yeah, and I think these are great points, Lori, to be aware of in the event of a loss. But what else could a client or prospect do, our listeners out there, to prepare? Well, another way to prepare is you definitely want to consolidate your financial records. You want to consider all of your account numbers and contact information, social security number, passwords, um, secret keys or passcodes for accessing things online. And you also want to consult a financial advisor to ensure that your assets are structured to pass the maximum amount of legacy to your heirs. Um, as the only living parent, your death is going to trigger the benefits to primary and contingent beneficiaries. So you don't want them to miss out on opportunities um, 
for stretching those legacies that will be gone once you have passed. And lastly, it's good to update all of your travel information. This is something people don't think about a whole lot, but if you're going to be traveling away from home, you want to make sure that you always take with you important info, uh, including copies of your health insurance, any, any medicines that you take, not just the medicines themselves, but a list of medicines in case you can't talk if something happens. Um, contact information for family members, uh, things like that. Well, that's so important. Now, Rob, what are some ways you help your clients and prospects prepare after the loss of a spouse? Tony, one of our goals, and you mentioned it earlier, is talking about peace of mind. We want to do that from a financial perspective, and that's a goal at all times, not just during the the loss of a spouse scenario, but it's especially important then. Uh, We want to ensure the financial records and other documents uh, that are needed to settle the estate and move forward are identified. Uh, We want to provide a convenient place for the organization of those records and documents. We typically do that with our clients in our secure online generational vault. So our clients who work with us, they we keep that vault updated with the, the latest will, durable power of attorney for health, whatever the case might be, living wills, uh, all their financial records or life insurance records. In fact, the vault even has a special folder called the private folder. That's one that only our clients can see. Uh, Lori and I can't see into that. But that's where some special instructions that are very personal to the family, uh, family photos, videos, uh, maybe letters to grandchildren left by a grandparent. Uh, upon their passing. So this is a very uh, useful resource we give to our clients. And as part of just being a client of the firm, the beauty of that is, and Lori mentions, you know, you want to carry all these important documents with you. Uh, We know that about 50% or more of the people are not going to do that. So they're going to be visiting in Arizona. They're going to have a traffic accident. They're going to need their medical instructions. And we know they're not in the glove box of their rental car. So (laughs) So folks are going to have the ability, then they can access this vault if they have the passwords 24-7, anywhere in the world. And if they can't get in, they can call us and we can and get whatever they need, uh, send it out to uh, the appropriate individual. And then when it comes time to settle in the state, when the executors come in, uh, they're going to come in and properly identify themselves. We'll have in the vault who they are so we can vet that, yes, this is, in fact, the correct person. I should be giving them information. And then that just becomes just a very smooth way to do things. We have a a coordinated place for uh, their CPA, for their attorney, for us uh, to work together in order to basically move this along and take the financial angst out of it. Let Let the family grieve. They just lost a very important part of their family. We want to take the financial angst off the table. Yeah. Yeah. And that's huge. So Uh, This is great advice. Unfortunately, we're out of time for today's show. Is there anything else you want to add before we go today? I just want to remind folks, we'd love to give uh, everyone who's listening out in the audience our complimentary From the Heart Journal. Uh, To get that, go to our website, outlookfc.com, or give us a call at 937-552-9990. We'll get that delivered to you and offer also a one hour, no obligation consultation to go over that and any other questions that you have and see if we might be of assistance to you. All right. Well, that does it for today's episode of Financially Tuned with our hosts, Rob Burnett and Lori Gross of Outlook Financial Center. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Rob Burnett at Outlook Financial Center. Call 
888-998-9990 or visit their website at outlookfinancialcenter.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Rob Burnett and Outlook Financial Center are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.